Welcome to another episode of Abishal's a Bit Taller. I am Amir Ferg is about to jump on and we get into everything. We've resolved and we saved the All-Star game. We potentially incorporate international play into the NBA and we get into our bets. Listen in. Here we go. Cheers, my man. My dude. Alrighty. We are... um, I'm just going to do a quick summary of what happened. You won one, two, and lost one. So you're up 200. I lost two and won one. So I'm down 100. You're 10,600. I'm 10,300. All is right right in the world. I mean, it's back to where it should be, you know? (laughs) In the driver's seat, on the home stretch, we're ready to finish this season up right. Here we go. I really hope I beat you this year. (laughs) I mean, hope is a strategy for some. You ready? (laughs) Not for the winners. Look, I'm, uh, what is it? I'm delusional when it comes to the Lakers. I'm realistic about when it comes to the stuff like this, okay? Uh, Okay, I got three games for you. I got Bucks at Minnesota Saturday night. Well, you got. I mean, what can we say? Is Doc Rivers the coach of the Bucks? Yes. Okay, then I'm going against the Bucks. Doc Rivers. So I have a question for you on that one. I'm yeah. going Minnesota, by the way, because Cat is trying to make up for not getting the All Star Game MVP when he tried oh so hard. So it was hard. just painful to watch how hard he wanted to get that MVP. But I digress. When is Doc Rivers? to be given another shot when is when is too much let's to know that after not, this failure when yeah. the bucks do not win it all this year and hopefully he doesn't you know oh no they extended it i don't even know what his contract is but once he is done here is that it for him or is there another stupid franchise that's kind of willing to say yes it's going to be different with our franchise when is enough so this was the topic i was going to bring up later on but we can get into it now um the sad part of it all is even if he gets fired from this, at the day he gets fired, the next day he's on my fucking TV doing sideline or whatever, uh, what color commentating one of the fucking games. And he's not good at that either. His voice is not meant for fucking TV people or radio or anything where I have to listen to it. So yeah. I, I, like we said before, he's got the greatest fucking management. He leaves situations in disastrous he left orlando when he had a great roster and went to the clippers with a great roster did nothing and then just bounced um same thing with uh, uh one of our friends is the boston guy. i'm like i saw some posts like was that one of the most epic fails he had three hall of famers and a very young rondo and he made it to two finals that's it I mean, that's He's gonna probably, get the, biggest fa- probably the biggest failure behind, you know, when the Lakers had Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Shaq. That was probably the top failure of all time. But they anyway, have, we can continue. 
Carl Malone got injured before they made it to the finals. So it wasn't the Ross, full roster. And second of all, they went against a fucking Detroit team that was just weirdly set up to beat them. I mean, it just, you know, it happens. But that, anyways. You can't say that era of the Lakers was a bad era. That was just like, a, they lost that one year. They won three fucking championships in a row. Boston went to two finals out of, what, five, six years with that team? It, it is a disaster. I will I will say that. And what Doc Rivers has come into and just almost accepting that, like, oh, yeah, I don't know why they called me. Oh, it's harder than it looks. But you know what? Cut the crap and start winning. You have a team that should be, when you come in there, the first 10 games, you should be 8-2. and two. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You should be 8-2 and two with that roster in a 10-game stretch when you start out, and you need to be start figuring out, what are the lineups that are going to work for playoff time and really start attacking it? This crap, I'm I'm so tired of, of him coming to a team, them giving him a, a contract, and then all of a sudden you're you're gone, right? So how many games has he been there? He's been there, let's just say, I don't know, he's been there for a while. Before he came in, they they were bad. I mean, they, 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 they were the number one or two seed. They only had like, 15 losses throughout the season. They had, like, that wasn't a bad team. Then this skid that they're on is insane because they've lo- they lost to Memphis, who they don't even have NBA players on that roster right now. Yep. And his excuse was, oh, half these guys are, I've also given half the guys are on vac- in Cabo. You still yeah. had team in Giannis. You should have won that game. You should have just yeah. won. Uh, you know, it's sad. It's sad. He just that those type of comments don't win a locker room. Those type of comments are just a losing mentality. Um, it, it's it's wild to me, man. I, I don't know what else to say besides I hope they realize that he's not the answer and he's out. Um, you know, the the person who's smiling the most right now is uh, what is it, Budenholzer? Yeah, we got, we got fired. He's like, or me. Uh, at least I'm in the locker room. Fired after him, um, Griffin. He got, you know, he, he's laughing. And then, I mean, they're getting paid, so they don't care. Uh, not at all. That you know, and the 76ers, I think, are happy because I think what it is is once you get signed with a new team, you don't have to pay them the rest of the contract. So they kind of yes. And and I'll tell you what, if this is the state of that team right now, and they are keeping a roster spot for his brother who is just acting a fool out there. Then right. good for them to be goes and go through a losing stretch and to not win. That is totally fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm off the Bucks train. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So how much you want to bet on Minnesota? Let's let's go 100. Uh, I'll do the same thing because I just don't trust. I I I think that Bucks will win, but I just can't. I can't do the Doc Rivers thing right now. Uh, all right, next one is going to be a really good one. I'm actually looking forward to this Boston at New York Knicks. Great, going to be a really good game. I think the you know what I'm going to go with the Knicks, even though Boston is a is a favorite in that game. I think this game here is such a is, is one of those games where it is planting the seed for postseason because there is a you know probability that in maybe even in that second round, depending on where the Knicks land, that they could be facing off in that second round. It is very very important that the Knicks show well in this game. They show that we're not going to be pushed around. They show that we're for real and that we have enough firepower. We've gone out at the at the uh, trade deadline and we got a few pieces. 
to push us over that edge. So I'm going to say the Knicks for 100, even though I don't trust our uh, our buddy Julius Randle. I do think they got a couple. Well, he's of gone. He's not playing right now. So you're good. Yes. That, that might, that's probably even going to help them even more. Right. But I do not trust them. I still think uh, they, they got some pieces at the right time. So I'm going to go them for 100. Even right. though I'd love the Celtics, I really think the Celtics are great this year. Mm-hmm. And they are clicking. I'm going to go with the Knicks. Uh, I'm going to go with the Knicks as well, but I'll bet 200 just to go a little bit against you. Uh, the one thing I was going to say uh, is the Knicks, I think, in the East are most set up to play great defense against Boston, right? Yeah. Have long wing guys, and uh, OG can basically guard one through five of Boston. I mean, if they're putting Porzingis at five, He's not, I mean, it's not like we're posting anybody up. So I think yeah. they're set up really well against. And if they end up playing Boston, New York early on, I think that might either, even if Boston wins, that's going to go to a seven game series, I think. Yeah. Boston, Boston doesn't want to play them. I'll be, I mean, first round, you don't want to play them, but that second round, that'd be tough because it's still kind of getting your bearings into the playoffs. Um, that could be a time where New York might be able to snipe him and, uh, and, and knock him out of the playoffs. But yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I do like what New York did at the trade deadline. They made some moves. They weren't, uh, you know, passive about it and they tried to get a lot better. They didn't just yeah. stay status quo and say, yeah, we like our six, seven, eight seed. They, they were going for it, which is neat. Yeah. And you know what, if, if things go as planned, Boston would play New York in the second round. There you go. So and boy, would that be a fun series. That would be an epic series. I think that would take us back to, you know, like the 90s era of, uh, of just how the, the rivalry was. But all right, next one we got is Sacramento at LA Clippers on Sunday. Oh, man. I tell you what, the the all-star break, you know, it's kind of funny sometimes when you, when you do take a break. <clears throat> I'm going to say Sacramento, and here's why. Even though the Clippers, you know, are playing the best, are they the one seed now? Did they jump all the way in the? Uh, they are no, they're to it. three seed. They're two games okay. down. Minnesota. Okay. the The Clippers were as hot as any team, right, going yeah. into the All Star break. Yeah. You know, sometimes you look at an All Star break comes at a good time because you're trying to get healthy, trying to get the right the ship a little bit. Sometimes it comes at a bad time when your team is playing extremely well and you, you want to get as many games in before that all-star break as possible because your team is playing well. This might be one where it takes them a moment to get back clicking again after a few days off. I'm going to, I'm going to say that uh, Sacramento catches them a little bit and uh, catch them slipping. I'm going to take them for a hundred. You know, I, you know, I'm not going to go for the Clippers ever. So I'm going to go Sacramento uh, for a hundred as well. And, I actually I kind of agree with that, but I'm just looking at their wins and losses. Let's just say in the last uh, since January, so basically since this month, they haven't beaten. A t- they beat Miami, who's not very good. They beat Atlanta, who's uh and all the good teams. They lost to Pelicans. They lost to Minnesota. Um, they beat Golden State. They beaten Detroit. They've beaten Detroit a couple times in Washington. So like. They're beating the bad teams they're supposed to beat, right? But yep, they're yep. not beating again the good teams who are either look, Minnesota's number one, Pelicans are right there with them in the standings. Uh, let me see where they stand. So um, I think 
I think, and Sacramento is right there with them. So Sacramento is uh, in the eighth seed. Clippers are in the sixth, but the game set dif- difference is like three games, so it's not that bad. Yeah, and that's so, and that's a hard thing. Sometimes we get a little blinded by wins and losses, but yeah. you're right when you really dig deep and you find out, you know, who was that seven game stretch against? Where it was it six of the teams were below 500, and you just you get the teams you're supposed to get, or you know, are you in a little slide? So. You know, that's why I come to the beginning of the year, right? When teams start off 0-3 and, yeah. and it's like people start pressing the panic button. It's like, no, you played, you know, the the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Warriors. And you're like, you know, it's like three solid teams. Uh, sometimes it just, uh, you know, the schedule works out in your favor. And sometimes you go through a little, uh, go through a little rut. So, yeah. But I do think the Clippers might come out a little flat after the All-Star break. You know, they got to get those old legs going again. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's what it is too. Is you know, you get young teams like Sacramento some free time. They're they're gonna be antsy since none of them have made the uh, All Star game either. So they're really gonna fiend to play. So uh, I'm excited for that game too. Um, All right. Question for you. Go for it. What since you are the Laker enthusiast, LeBron James injured prior to the All Star break. Did he, he have was. a little nagging injury? Yeah. Okay. So you as a fan, are you happy that he played in the All-Star game and now he's sitting out game one after the All-Star break? So I think what it is, is they have back-to-back games. So they play tonight and then they play tomorrow night. And so I, I'm assuming he's going to play tomorrow night. So he's going to sit out one of the two games. I think they just figured out they'll give him an extra day off and then play him tomorrow. Okay. I think that's how it's going to go. I, I think that's what it was. He had to he, – he, look, there's does – there, Does he always sit out back-to-back? Uh, not always, but in the last, like before the uh, All Star game, there was a couple of back backs, and he sat down. He sat one of them. He sat Utah before that two back to backs before the All Star game. He played the first game, sat out the second game, and then into the All Star game. So, so where are they in the standings right now? They are. They are in the solid in the ninth place with one half a game behind. Basically, one game behind the seven. All right. So you have a little bit of an injury. You're going to play, and then you're going to sit a game that actually matters, but you're going to go out there and mess around a game that is unwatchable to the fan. Tell me how that works. Tell me how that works. You can't play a back-to-back for games that count, but you're going to – after – if you would have taken the weekend off, you could have had, what, six, six days off, five or six days off to fully rest up. You're telling me coming off an All Star break, you can't do a back to back right after the All Star break. I on uh, on some levels, I completely agree with you, but there are certain things like you have. There's the face of the NBA, right? There's the quote unquote face of the NBA. Yep. If LeBron doesn't play, the West has literally nobody that's the face of the NBA besides Curry, right? Yeah but, yeah, but here's the thing. The league is looking. They've even documented this. They are searching for that next face of the NBA. That is, that's an opportunity where he's kind of handing over the torch to Jason Tatum, to Giannis, to some other guys that are taking. Only, he only played 13 minutes, and did anybody stand out? <laughs> I, I get it, but he's also running up and down the court. He's, I mean, he had a big dunk, right? No, 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 but I'm I'm saying you're saying it's the perfect time to hand, you know, the pass the torch on. Nobody stood out. Who got the MVP? A 37 or 36 year old fucking Dame. Like, 
nobody, yeah. the young crowd isn't stepping up that you want the young faces of the league whatever nobody's really stepping uh, Halliburton, Halliburton tried Halliburton tried and like you said Minnesota Cat tried but you know Cat Cat well, was he was trying look at the end of the- Dame really Dame really tried and you could see that too and you could hear it in his post you know his post game yes. interview where he's talking about you know adding that part of his accolades is really important to his legacy and all that stuff right and and he I, wanted it so my my I look homie, I want him to play every single game because that gives the Lakers the best chance to win. But I see why if he's gonna sit out back to backs, he's gonna sit out the first game of after a long break because that gives him an extra day, right? It's it's a travel game, so he can just stay home for that game and then re- whatever he's doing, and then the next game is a home game, so then he just shows up for the next game. You know, that's how I'm assuming yeah. it's gonna go. No, he has, and this is not a LeBron hate fest because I respect, I mean, playing this many years, he is doing incredible things. It's just if you're going to be out there and you you want a chance to to help your playoff run, right. I think that personally that's a, t- a spot where you say maybe I'm sitting it out. I'm still there for All-Star Weekend. I'm doing all this stuff. Yeah. But, and when people ask, why aren't you playing? What a great message because – the next games, I want to help my team get into the playoffs and win another championship. What Laker fans going to be like, oh, no, play in the All-Star game? No, they're going to be like, hell yes, he's ready to win a chip for us. So, I don't know. The only thing that I can logically say why he's sitting out this game is to give him an extra day because of everything. But he should. If he's injured, actually injured, he probably shouldn't be playing Dawson game, like you were saying. So, uh, but I, I agree. Part of it, the NBA kind of insists on Curry and LeBron and like the you know Jokic or Luke or whatever to play these games because those are who people want to see. You know, no one really wants to see Cat. No one really like the other players aren't that big yet or that relevant. Yeah. So that's true. Speaking, uh, speaking of the game, yes. How how bad? So on this on this pod, we have done an amazing job of ideas for the nba to make it better and, and just right. anything in life we're, we're right. here to, to make right. Things better, right. Right? right how do we fix all-star weekend from the disaster that it was it's let funny. me rephrase so- that there was one thing right. the steph curry three-point shootout versus sabrina yeah. was was fun i like that and i hope they continue doing something yeah. of those sorts yeah. uh moving forward i thought that was a, a really nice Thing. It wasn't a, a fake corny show that no. they put on. Thought it was a really cool competition. And, yeah. um, you know, the only thing better would be maybe they shoot at the same time. So you kind of have that dual screen. Yeah. But I know they want to kind of push it out to another two minutes or so. How do we fix this other nonsense? Okay. The so skills you... competition, the dunk competition, baloney. So the skills competition is bullshit. You saw the who was it that was doing everything left handed? Um, I don't know, whoever it was. And Ka- Edwards was shooting left-handed. Um, uh, so that's out. The dunk contest, I don't know why they don't just make it. The people that have won the slam dunk contest or or actual, like, dunkers need to be the fucking judges. The dude that, the fourth guy, the judge, the even, what's his name? The dude bounced the ball, grabbed it, let it go, grabbed it, and reverse dunked it. That shit is insane. And he got a lower score than what anything Brown did. And Brown, 
Like it, it just that one was stupid. So that that, that I actually like the all the slam dunk contest this year because it looked fun. Except for Brown, it should have been Toppins and what's his name McCall McClung, whatever his name is. McClung, yeah. Uh, they should have been in the finals. The three point contest. So this is what I think is going to happen next year. It's in Golden State. So I'm thinking it's going to be Clay. If Clay is still there, it'll be Clay and Steph versus Sabrina and Clark. The the chick from Iowa, if she comes into the league, and that would be great. Each other. I and what you said would be perfect. The, uh, the guy and the girl go against each other at the same time, and then the guy, you know, they go, and then the and then you just you know you keep going, whatever, and whoever comes out of the best comes out of the best. But I think that would be really fun. Adam Silver, right? Hey, we're at we're at you on this, and we we're telling you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna attack him in my next year. Um, but that, it because that is the play for next year in Golden State. Here at first, two on two, bam, bam, there we go. Great the idea. All star game, I, no, they make too much money anyway, so that's that can't be a thing to incentivize them. Yep. Um, it has to be home court. The winner wins home yeah, court. Yeah, but that, in the you finals. can't. Then you make the regular season less valuable. Then you then able eighty-two. Then people don't care about being the number one seed at all. You're still the number one seed in your in your side. Doesn't matter, but then once you get to the finals, then you're just your total record of having the best record in the league won't matter at all. I, I don't know any other way that you can do it. What if uh so it, it's funny because apparently before the game they had all these Hall of Famers go in a uh, player whatever and tell them, yo. It's important for you guys to compete, and nobody competed. And then all the players came out and said, you know, we got to figure this out. No, you are the reason. So you have to get together with the team. You're like, yo, we got to fucking man up and just play. Like, we all play 12 yeah. minutes total and just keep playing. Just, yeah. you, you know, um, but besides that, it's the players that determine it. And I don't think if you make the playoffs – uh, the final determination of like where it goes. That I feel like they okay. Wait, question for season. you. Question for you. Forget the regular season, meaning more or less whatever, right? If you told me if the West wins, the Western Conference will host the NBA Finals, and if the East they host, is that game? Are they playing hard? Yeah. Yeah. You know what they should do? How about this? How about you don't this? you don't think you don't think Denver, you don't think Jokic who's in the who's in the game who potentially sees themselves as like, hey, we could go back to the finals. You don't think he's going out there playing playing hard? You don't think he's passing doing some D. You don't think Jason Tatum on the other side and, and Brown are trying to lock up Curry or trying to not let Durant go off? Come on, man. What about this? What I got a good one. I got a good one. How about this? Okay. You know how the format in the finals goes 2-2-1-1-1, two, two, one, 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 right? Okay. What if whoever wins, so say the West wins, okay, and Minnesota has the best record, or say and the West team that makes it to the finals has the best record out of both the two teams, okay? <clears throat> okay. So say, for example, let's just make it simple. Lakers versus Boston in the finals this year, okay? Boston's going to have a better record, Okay. But yep. the West won. So this is what you do. You make it the first two games are in Boston, like normal. But instead of 2 2 1 1 1, you do 2 3 1 1. So the lower seed 
gets the third game at home, so potentially you close out at home. But if the East had won, you do the first three games in Boston and then do uh, two in L.A. I don't think you do that because you can't ever get a team going up 3-0 when another team hasn't even come home yet. I don't know if that would work. Because then Boston goes up 3-0 and then you're – But then you incentivize the game. That really I already, I already gave you. I already gave you a, re- a way to incentivize <laughs> it. You just give them home court. You, you're telling me Boston isn't going to be playing their butts off trying to win the, the All-Star game if Brown and Tatum are out yeah, there. Yeah, but then, like, for example like, – We have a good shot at making it to the finals. We need to win this game. But they are going to be going at it, bro. Yeah, but, like, right now they're the number one seed, right? So they can literally just start wrestling players because they're so far ahead. They don't care if they fall to two or three or four. No, you're missing the point. They're, no, they still want the one seed because that's going to help them in the Eastern Conference. I get it. In the, in the, but once you make it to the finals, you if you busted your ass off and made the best record, you know, actually, I will say, you know, now you sway me just because they always say the East and West like the West is better team, so the records aren't necessarily as high or whatever. That could balance things out. I'm not opposed to I, did, I just think I just think you're still trying to get the one seed because you're still trying to get the home court advantage in the Eastern Conference finals. Right. Right. right you still want home right, court. Right. It's just when it gets to the finals, that's to add a little bit of spice. I don't really see any other any other way. Money is completely out of the question. Yeah, None yeah. of them care for it. Yeah. Uh, not even if you say X amount goes to your favorite charity, they could say that that's not going to get them to play hard. I really think that might be the only thing on the table. And you have so many players that still truly believe that their team could could make it to the finals. Right? Yeah, yeah. You have all all of Denver's yeah. guys. You have yeah. all of Minnesota's guys. You have yeah. all of Phoenix. The Lakers can always you know make yeah. it with their roster. So I mean, usually, guys out there. usually the all-star teams are so, – the players are usually the team's top six, seven, eight, whatever it is, you know. Totally. So that's – I mean, I think it I think it diminishes the regular season a little bit, but ultimately you're sacrificing a few games of the regular season for the one showcase game of your league – so yeah. value goes up for that game, right? So I mean, what what's the, what's the alt, what's the other alternative? Yeah. Get rid of the All Star game? They're not going to do that, right? Yeah, that's the thing. They're not going to get rid of it. So yeah, you I, know. I, and, I, and then I, the only other thing is maybe they're just fine with it. And they just say screw it. It's just going to be a playground. Get to two hundred and fifty or whatever. So yeah. they'll keep they'll keep changing it. There's got to be some stuff they do. Yeah. No, I uh, I I think that uh, it's not a bad suggestion. I'm not opposed to that idea. I think it'd be a good idea. I just I don't know if if um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it might, they might implement it next year. See how it goes. If it works, great. If it doesn't, it feels like kind of shady once you, you know, weirdy when you get to the finals, then you just go back to the regular setting, you know? You might as well try right, it. I got, go. I got a question for you since sure. we're on the, we're on a great track of uh, fixing the NBA, right? Right. How soon before the NBA has multiple teams over in Europe to help expand the, and does this do it? Does that increase the level of, of skill and kind of defense and teamwork and stuff like that? Because you're bringing potentially even more Europeans into the NBA. If you have a couple local teams over there, I think you are getting a couple additional players over there that could play on rosters over here. 
So what? They're going to expand to 32 teams within the next two years, supposedly. Something like that, right? Two, three years. Something yeah. like that. So, I mean, how big do you want the league to go? 40? Like, I, I, I and remember, know. when you're going, when you go to Europe, from the East Coast, it's a five-hour flight. But from the West Coast, that's an 11-hour flight. So if you're going there, totally get it. Totally you know, get it. and then for those teams in the Europe, look, the West, you can go there, knock out both those, like Lakers go there, play both those teams, you know, twice, and then fly back and you get those matchups. But when those European teams come this way, what, they're going to be on a road trip for a month and a half playing these teams? You know, like, that's just tough. I mean, I mean, so, okay, so maybe it's not a month and a half, but isn't there a, isn't there a team, doesn't San Antonio every year go on the uh, the rodeo road trip or something like that? Yeah, but that's like 10 days. And I, Lakers do the same I, thing. The, uh, I get it. I get They do the, what, the, the award show, the yeah, yeah, road yeah, trip or something yeah. like that. 10 days, I know it could be stretched to 15 or 20. I, I'm fully aware of that. I just think eventually you get four teams over there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you start start spreading it out. I'm just looking at the qual- some of the quality of play too, right? You know, when you, when I look at some of the teamwork and things like that, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking at some of the uh, some of the players out there and how skilled they are. Yeah. And um, I think internationally, I mean, it's it's itching. You can already see the I think they players being drafted that, right now. I think they put a G League team there before they put NBA team there, just to okay. test it out. Why not, right? Go for it. Yeah. Put, put two over there. Put That's two what I'm saying. In, yeah. Put two over there so they yeah. can kind of play each other. So, know, like, the two franchises, can... let's say the two franchises, suppose they're going to be Seattle and um, the Vegas. You just have those two teams have their G League's teams be in Europe, and and you go from there. I think that's the only way, because I don't think they initially right off the bat sent two teams there, because they have to test out yeah. the travel, just the travel alone, ignoring everything else, just the travel aspect of it all. So um, I, I, I'm i not opposed. I think it would take at least 10 years. I don't think it happened within, I think it would take at least 10 years. Okay. I, I'm not, yeah, I think, I mean, 10 years, it's going to go before you know, right? But oh, if, yeah, if, you're start, yeah. if you're starting to build and you really have a nice, like, you're showing some nice progress and, and you're getting the fans really ramped up within 10 years, you could have four teams over there really easily. Yeah. Right. I'm not talking the yeah. first one. I'm talking 10 years, have a full four teams added to the mix. It brings a couple teams that are kind of on the East, push mm-hmm. them to the Western mm-hmm. conference now. And you mm-hmm. add a few more, I don't know, or, or you add one in down in, uh, you know, in Mexico. I, I, yeah. there's a I lot think of Mexico city would be more, but yep. I think what your perspective is because so many Europeans are changing the NBA that that yeah. is more potential. I would like it. I'd like the NBA to go into the international kind of rule system where goaltending and all that comes into play, you know, where yeah. if the ball does hasn't hit the rim, you can tap it off, you know, like you can swing over. It's goal. So I like that. But maybe maybe once they go into the European, they'll change the game a little bit. But we'll see. I got a game for you. You got a game for me? Shoot, go ahead. I'll make it simple. All-star game, MVPs. Can you name the last 10? No is the first answer. Okay. How about this? Uh we're gonna go, we're gonna go Dame. Just, Lillard. just start just our names. I'll tell you yes or no. All right, we got Dame. We got Steph Curry. Steph Curry was two years ago. All right, we got LeBron James. LeBron James was 18. 
we got, I guarantee it was uh, James Harden one of the years. No. Ooh, okay. Um, who else is putting up some uh, some buckets? Um, let's go. Um, can we say Giannis? Did he get yep, him? Giannis is 21, yep. Okay, here we go. Let's go Kevin Durant. Had to have been up there. Yep, Kevin Durant was 19. Oh, man. Um, recently, maybe Booker. Did he put up some? Uh, some no, not Booker, there? but who's someone that compares to Booker in the league? Ooh. Young guy, athletic. We talked about him earlier. Bro, there's so many. Of those. Uh, Tatum. Tatum was last year. Oh, okay, Jason Tatum. That's another guy putting up some buckets. Um, what about the guy that's got the funniest laugh in the league? The funniest laugh in the league? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Did he really oh, get one as well? Oh, oh. Kawhi. I got one? Yeah, maybe, maybe, Pete, maybe Paul George. Did he ever throw up a... No, Paul George. Ball? No. What about the guy that um, that can't make... Uh, that gets has been traded a lot, and we have a nickname for him that he does not like? Oh, Russell Westbrook. Back-to-back, 15 and 16. Okay, okay. How many? That's got to be like eight or nine of them, right? Yeah, you got basically two more. Uh, you got 2004. Just what conference? What conference? Conf- well, he is now in the West. Okay. When he won it, he was in the East. He's on your favorite team. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. Um, we're going to go Kyrie Irving? Yeah, Kyrie 2014. Okay, and, and uh, oh, this one is going to be the toughest one for you. He was in the West. He's still in the West. He is on my favorite team. Damn, I cannot believe it. No, don't even say Anthony Davis. Yep, 2017. See, okay, so it gets me into this, right? Does that help these players? Does that help them make make it to the Hall of Fame? I think so. By having an all-star okay. MVP. Okay. I think I think just being an all-star gets you there. Right. If you have like a, if you're a five time all star, that definitely helps your resume. And then you have an MVP in there. Yeah. All star game MVP. I think so. You don't think so? See, yeah. No, I, I think it probably does because on paper at the end of their career, right? Oh, it was a 12 time all star, two time all star game MVP, four time league MVP, seven times scored. Like all these little things that you could just add. Bah, 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 bah. Yes, they do. So I think all these little things matter. And I'm going to tell you, I watched, I think it was only probably the fourth quarter. Just right. I had it on, you yeah. know, and I was kind of curious. I didn't know if they changed the format or not. Watching Cat try to get the MVP, I was even telling Ethan, I said, he is going for the MVP right now. And this is like with 10 minutes to go in the right. game. You could just tell when somebody like does a jab step and drives to the basket and tries to get into the next possession, the same thing. I'm like, oh, hell. He's trying to get as many as he can to get that up. And sure enough, it was it was quite embarrassing. I'm going to yeah. tell you. Really you know what, though? I would give him this. Look, at least he was trying to do something besides – I mean, if you would – I think if you would have tried somewhat on defense, maybe it would have helped out because then somebody's playing defense. So then maybe there's a little bit of a, okay, oh, you're trying to play defense? Okay, well, then you're not going to score on the other end. You know, like that back and forth. But put it this way. I will read you off since 2014. You tell me if they're going to be Hall of Famers. Tyree. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, probably, yes. Westbrook? Uh, yes, but should he be? We don't agree with this, but they're going to be. Anthony Davis? Yes. 
Why? LeBron, yes. Durant, yes. Kawhi, yes. Giannis, yes. Curry, yes. Tatum, probably. And Lillard. If he's if he's on his continued pace, yes. Do yeah. you think Lillard? That is a great question. Why would Damian Lillard be a Hall of Famer? He's going to be. Why? Give me give me the reasons why. Ah, you homie, my Hall of Fame has like five guys and like four of them are Lakers. Like, I'm just telling you. Why would Dame get in? Truthfully, he's Logical probably top, he's probably top ten, five in three pointers made. He's besides that nothing. Dame time. But how does that get you? How does that get you in? I, I'm not, I'm, I, homie, I agree with you 1000%. I don't think Giannis, uh, yeah, I guess I, you can make an argument. I don't think Westbrook should be, and he's the uh, MVP, MVP winner. I don't think Kyrie should be, but he's going to, you know, like, yeah, we, yeah, we start to lose sight, man. And it, it is quite frustrating when you think about some of these guys that just because they put up a crazy amount of points and they do, I mean, Dame is incredible. Do not mistake this comment. He is incredible. But is he a Hall of Famer? What what has he done? I know it's not all about winning championships, but he was the face of that franchise for 10-plus years. Did they go anywhere? Nope. Western now, now, like twice. Now, granted, granted, you were in an amazing conference. You had to go through, you know, I think the Spurs at the very end, the Lakers, for God's sakes, the Warriors, State. Dynasty. Yeah. It, it's extremely hard. But if you are a Hall of Fame player, you're going to get your team yeah. to the finals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Yep. Look, so Carl Malone and John Stockton took that team to the finals twice, and the West was tough with Hakeem. You know, you had some good, solid teams in the West. Yes. So I, I completely agree. I, I don't think Dame should be. Tatum, uh, you know, he's too young to determine that. Um, like, even Kyrie shouldn't be. I don't think Chris Paul should be. He's going to, uh, uh, you know. So it is what it is. It's unfortunately we don't make that decision. We did <laughs> not very many uh, players to be. In hey, the that's our last ask of the night, Adam Silver. We got two more Hall of Fame voters right here. There we go. You know, I agree. I agree. Look, we solved the All Star game. Now give us a, a vote. You know, let us vote it. We, we're we're solving the international play. You know, we're <laughs> we're coming with we're coming with solutions for you. Uh, so. You know, any of our listeners out there, please let us know what you think as well. We would love some feedback. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And we will be back uh, hopefully next week. If not, we will be back soon. Listen in. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.